Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Well, I'm going to start putting the whole thing on my Instagram. This is probably going to be the first one. Like IGTV? Yeah. Speaking of first worst. First Worst Podcast on Instagram, Brittany Farallon, Worst First, how ironic. Guys, we are here today with one of my dearest, dearest friends, Rudy Man Cuso. Yeah, he's the man, Cuso. Glad to have you here. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad you're here. You're so thin and like healthy and tan. Me too. Really? No, no, not really. Mm, yeah, uh, no. You were my, one of my first friends out here in Los I Angeles. Know. You had been here for a minute and you kind of showed me the lay of the land and- I'll never forget that. Isn't that kind of crazy? It is crazy. What was that, like seven, six, seven years ago? Yeah, it was really, it was probably about, what, 2014. Truly doesn't feel like that. Six years ago. That's crazy. Isn't that so weird? But I feel like you look the same. Um, do I yeah. look the same? Don't lie. You really do. Do I look a little older? I feel like neither of us have aged much. You didn't age. Well, what do you mean by much? <laughs> All right. Tell me the truth. <laughs> I mean, you look different because your hair like is how? different and like your style is somewhat different. Does my like, skin look worse? No, your skin looks fantastic. <laughs> no, but literally all I did then was drink Chardonnay and take Effexor. So, <laughs> so <laughs> that was the diet. diet. Yeah, diet. it was great. I had a great time. It was wonderful. I'm so glad you came all the way to Calabasas to join me here today. It means mm-hmm. so much to me, especially during these times. Yeah. How are you doing? I really can't complain. Good. Yeah. Things are okay? Yeah, the world is messed up right now. And every once in a while, I go a bit crazy. But when we're so blessed, we're able to live and be healthy and continue to work. And what about us, like, making content from home is, like, super nice, right? I love it. Isn't that cool? So it's, like, kind of like we just kind of keep going. Yeah. It's business as usual. I stocked up at the top of the year and shot, like, a bunch of puppets. and Oh, I love that. A bunch of videos. And so, luckily, that's been... so. Rudy's puppet series is amazing. And if you guys haven't seen it, um, you're Rudy Mancuso or you just at Rudy now on Instagram. Like everyone's doing that just one singular name thing. You're just Rudy Mancuso on Instagram. Rudy Mancuso. Rudy Mancuso on Instagram. You have to watch puppets. It's fucking hilarious. That's so funny. I want to do a voice in one. You should. I think I was going to at one point and then it just never happened. And you just moved to Calabasas. Then I moved to Calabasas and never hung out with anyone again. (laughs) 
in years. I haven't I seen you in know, years. I know. It's so sad. I know it was actually so funny because I was telling my husband you were coming over and I was like, my friend Rudy's coming over. He's like, oh, is this another person I've never heard of? <laughs> <laughs> he thinks I have like no real friends, just all imaginary You've friends. always been a bit of a homebody. You, like, always. Even though you're very social, you yeah. don't, you don't, you're not, not around people very often. You don't go out very much. No. Do you remember when you and Batch and like Lele and everyone would be like at 1600 just pumping out vines like it was like nobody's business i do remember those and things. i would just be at my house down the street like what's the parking situation like <laughs> we'd have to come to you to shoot you'd have to get attacked i by was four like dogs. listen guys if you want to come shoot with me you got to come over to the lonely dungeon okay where it was like god damn we gotta go to britney to get attacked by <laughs> oh dogs oh my and god shit. like slipping dog piss <laughs> i remember that i remember it was just like, i always wanted to come but i didn't want to move into 1600 everyone lived there it was a bit of like a college dorm. It was 1600 Vine, guys. And it was like literally ironic because it was called 1600 Vine and everyone on it was in was on Vine. Yeah, it was essentially like a plethora of young content creators all moved into this one building because it was in the heart of Hollywood. And it was just we just followed by lead. And that lasted like a couple years, right? Uh, yes. One, years. You guys were there for a while. I mean, I feel like some people were there for like five years. It was like. Lele, Batch, you, Logan Paul, Christian Del Grosso, Curtis Lepore. Who else lived there? Marcus, Johns, did he yeah. live there? Anwar. Anwar. Literally just Dude, everybody. the entire squad. Did Did Hannah live there? She didn't, I don't believe. Okay, she just drove in all the time. I was one of the first in and one of the first, first out. Yeah. yeah. Where do you live now? I mean, you don't have to give us an address, but. <laughs> I just. I what part of town do you studio city studio city oh studio city's nice i, I like studio that city. yeah i I've love been that there. i've been there since i moved from hollywood i went echo park mm -hmm. to hollywood to uh studio city and i've been in studio city ever since just got a house i you bought your own house congratulations Thank you so much. that's just amazing come over in two years wow i will i'll see you in five years i'll come <laughs> check it out i'm dead when you're homeless <laughs> When you foreclose, <laughs> I'll come to your foreclosure party. <laughs> okay, so what are you doing like work right now? What I've been doing work wise, uh, developing a lot. Like so, games? No, I'm not a game developer. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm Rudy, Rudy Mancuso. <laughs> Rudy. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, but do you remember when I was dating this guy and I'm not going to say his name, but he was like a successful director and I was mm -hmm. eating with him at, at um, what was the restaurant that everyone went to, the like healthy restaurant? Cafe Gratitude. Cafe Gratitude. And I'm sitting there with my boyfriend at the time who was like a successful director and Rudy literally walks in and I'm sitting with my boyfriend. He walks up to the table and he goes, hey, Brett. And he gives me a big hug and then he stands back and goes, who's this guy? <laughs> What's wrong with that? I was just like fresh from Jersey. Had no man. <gasps> Who does that? And my boyfriend at the time was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Like you were like literally, you turn to him and you go, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> well, it's you never, you never disclose the fact that you had a boyfriend. No one knew this guy existed. All of a sudden, you're eating with him. You're like, then, yeah, we've been we've been dating for like 17 years. And then, but from that point on, I never told you this, but that guy would call you. He's like, like every time you text me, you go, "Who's that cool dude, rude?" <laughs> cool dude, rude. I'm down. You find it so funny. You just asked me what I was up to and then you started talking about an anecdote. Can I answer your stupid question? <laughs> developing a lot, not games. Okay. I'm not a game developer. <laughs> I've been developing scripts, writing scripts. You're writing scripts? Yeah, a lot. How did you figure that out? Like the formatting? Like, like everything else, just by doing it. Microsoft Word? Like what is that? <laughs> I, just, I just handed my script to the studio, Microsoft Word. It has this little paperclip guy on it. Hi, do you need any help? 
<laughs> Wait, oh what God. was that guy's name? Clippy. I don't Clippy. Know. <laughs> I don't think I wrote a single like actual essay. What is what is the program that you use to write Microsoft? Scripts? Oh, uh, I mean, there's various, but Final Draft. Final right. Draft. That's what it is. It's one of the standards. That always confused me. I never got was able to figure that out. It's really easy. You hit enter and you're on page seven. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Like, I'd be trying to write a story on there. It just never worked out. The format is very easy to learn. It is? Yeah. And oh. you're stressing me out right now. <laughs> like, I'm stressed. <laughs> okay, actually, I have really bad paranoia and OCD, so I just want to make sure that we're still recording. <laughs> you imagine none of this recording? I'll be honest, I'll be so happy if it wasn't recording. Is it recording? <laughs> okay, so my OCD has been getting really bad lately where I like have to check stuff. Have you ever had OCD? I think... I have a hint of it. Like um, where it's perfectionism, you have to kind of like, like if I bumped your microphone cord, I'd have to like bump it eight more times. I have a little <laughs> bit of that. Okay, I, have, okay. I have aspects of it. For me, it's mostly like musical. Like okay. I, have, I have what I consider musical OCD where I'm constantly trying to turn sounds that I hear into rhythm. Uh -huh. And that's part of, of what the, the stories I'm developing have to do with that idea of musical OCD. Yeah. It could be interesting. It could be fun. It could be really, really difficult to have conversations with people when there's other sounds like right now there's not a lot of sounds going on right there are footsteps or construction workers then like my brain wants to turn it into like rhythm so if my dog was like sharding in the corner you'd be like oh i can make a it would, beat. It would, i can make a beat out of that it would be like the dopest <laughs> sharding beat on the planet <laughs> <laughs> don't miss you at all it's crazy i thought i was gonna be like wow i really miss Brittany," and you've gotten way worse as a human being it's fascinating <laughs> How long does this shit last? I'm, I'm laughing so hard. I'm crying. Okay. Um. How long is my podcast? An hour. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to be here for an hour. Are you serious? Come on. We got nine minutes down. <laughs> this is the best nine minutes of your life. Holy so, shit. Okay. So you said you have a little bit of musical OCD. Like, do you ever, when you're making music, get like to the point where you're making it and you're so tired and you want to stop, but your body won't let you because you have to make it perfect? Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's definitely a thing with a lot of things that I do. Yeah. There's a tear running down your face. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if it's because you're laughing or because it's just you're disappointing your career. <laughs> Probably a little bit of everything, to be completely honest. <laughs> to answer your question, I most certainly do have OCD, but like... Mild. It's mild and it's very, as I said, music-oriented. So with all this stuff going on, I want to talk about weird shit. Obviously, there's so much weird shit going on in the world and you have a worst first and I'm actually like making you choose this as your worst first because it was such an interesting story to me. And I love your mother, mi madre. I love her I so love her much. Too. How's she's she doing? She's fantastic. Okay, so Rudy's mom, mi madre, is like my my mom because I love her so much and she's so funny and she always just like is such a loving, warm mom and she cooks for him and she loves him so much. You can tell like, you know, that's why he has like a really big ego and inflated self-esteem because his mom 100%. gave him way too much love. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she had a really interesting experience growing up and where did she grow up again? In I grew up in Montclair, New Jersey. No, but your mom. My mom is from Rio de Janeiro, Rio Brazil. Rio de Janeiro, and Brazil. I spent most of my childhood there, actually. Yeah. So you're half Brazilian, half Italian. Correct. Cool. So you're just like a loaf of bread with like some cheese in it. <laughs> yeah, essentially. And it's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. And so, so your mom grew up in Brazil, and this experience happened to her when she was how old? 
She had various experiences like this. Really? Oh yeah, throughout her entire life. Dude, I love her mom. I'm so excited. I can't wait for you to share this. This is such a cool, this is so cool to me. And I totally believe in, and especially with everything that's going on right now. And I know you don't want to like talk about, we're not going to talk about political or racial stuff, but we are going to talk about aliens because you've seen in the news recently, the UFOs in the New York Times. The declassified stuff? Yes. Yeah, it's almost funny like that. That almost went over people's heads because- because of all the COVID stuff and because at the time they it was all the Black Lives Matter stuff. And during the Black Lives Matters, they released, I believe it was actually the Washington Post who released an article and I'll pull it up and add it to this um, about that they found vehicles and they were tested and they were not made of anything of this earth. Look, at this point, I'm just so not surprised by anything. I'm not either. I really think that's the next thing to happen. The world is in such a weird place right now. Yeah. So, so much so right. that something like aliens kind of got surprise you, right? Door. It wouldn't surprise you. No. But- I, I honestly have gotten to the point where I've literally sitting in my house going, if I turned on the news and they said an alien spacecraft is hovering over, you know, Washington, I would just, it wouldn't be like such a shock. It would be like, really, it would be shocking, but it wouldn't be like that I couldn't imagine it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. So I want to talk about your mom's. So this isn't really essentially your worst first experience, but this is your mom's experience. And I want to let you tell the story. It is an experience. Yeah. And, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Right. It is a story after all, but uh, this isn't the first time she's had this experience. Right. And she's not the first of her family to have this experience. But essentially, the tale goes as follows. And I remember exactly where I was and how old I was when, when I heard about it. Really? Yeah. Um, because she was so shaken up by it. But yeah. essentially, it goes as follows. She was um, driving to to the grocery store uh-huh. for the 10th time that day. And um, it was at night and she was, uh, she took like this kind of shortcut that she takes to the park in Jersey. <clears throat> Long story short, midway through her commute, uh, she noticed that at the park, there was like not a single car and not a single person, which was unusual because there's usually people like late night joggers and uh-huh. people, people at the park, patrons. And there was anybody there except for these two beings. Okay. And they, um, she described them as two beings who were trying to, to look like and act like humans. Really? So they're like attempting to, to, to dress and have humanistic mannerisms, yeah. et cetera. But was she, she walking past them or was she driving? She was driving, but then okay. she slowed down it's for a, a second and she couldn't help herself. She said she had this overwhelming feeling of just like uh, weirdness. Yeah. And um, a bit out of body. She's like, my mom is the last to say that his mom happened. is so normal by the way like not Which, an yeah. ex not not a crazy person at all like a super <laughs> i mean what is crazy i right? mean but you know what i mean like she's not like a person who would go around making shit up no, no, no. she's she, not she wouldn't like tell the story yeah. if it didn't really truly affect right 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 anyway she felt this overwhelming um out of body experience that she couldn't quite, quite articulate she said it just like felt very strange she felt almost like a darkness a presence um if you will and her she almost went into shock whoa and uh she stopped the car and really she like tried to make out what these people looked like Uh um and and she she wasn't even controlling herself at that point it's just happening and um she said at the same time in unison both of the figures heads turned really slowly almost perfectly in unison straight to her and they had no pupils they had no no um like there was black eyes completely blacked out eyes the both of them and they just stared at her and she didn't have an 
a verbal exchange, but she described it as telepathically. They almost like invited her to come with them. Yeah. And when I, when I would ask my mom, like, come where? Say, like, how, what do they mean? Do you hear their voices? She was like, I don't know how to articulate what I experienced, but I was invited to go with them wherever they're from. Wow. And I telepathically communicated back. It was very clear that I didn't want to. Yeah. I said, no, I don't want to come. I don't want to go. And then it was almost like she was released from the shock, from the whatever they had her on. And she kept driving and she like had, she started crying. Wow. Yeah. And did they stay there or did they disappear? Um, I can't quite remember, but something tells me that when she like looked back, they weren't there yeah. or something. Did she say whether they were tall or small or like? She said they were like average size. They both had the exact same size. They were like all black. And they, the one thing that, that stuck with her the most was how slowly they both turned their heads towards her in perfect unison and blacked out eyes. And this was in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. This was in Jersey. This was in New Jersey? She witnessed a different occurrence in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Yes, that's the one that you told me. I want to hear the one that... So my grandma, my mom's mom, yeah. my mom was with her in Copacabana on the sidewalks. Iconic place um, in Rio. Uh, and she said that they were walking on the, on the boardwalk and her mom was sitting on the bench. She was with her, her siblings and stuff, but my mom was the only one who witnessed it as a child. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Someone who she describes very similarly as the people she met in the park, you know, 40 years later in Jersey, sat next to my grandma mm -hmm. and he just like turned his head very slowly to her. He or she, I can't quite remember, and smiled. And my grandma uh, apparently has a sense for these kind of things as well and like kind of smiled back. And my mom found it very odd. She's like, do you know this? Like she was thinking, do you know this person or whatever? Mm -hmm. All she witnessed, all she remembered was him saying like, do you want to come? And my, my grandma was like, no, I'm, I don't want to go. I want to stay here. I have my family. I'm not going. Mm -hmm. But she was like, you're not from here. And he's like, just shook his head. Um, the shaker. And he, and he looked like a, a person, like they looked like people, but they, or they looked like, she said they looked like they were trying to be people, but they, you could tell they my, were strange. My mom describes his occurrences as um, people who are clearly non-human, yeah. but, um, but try to abide by like human, human mannerisms and uh, style. Wow. Now look, they're just stories. I wasn't there. None of this could be proved. No, but, but like she told you this and your grandma told you this, right? Yeah, it's very, very interesting. And I actually read that a lot of stuff has happened in Brazil with aliens. Yeah, I heard that too. I wonder why that is. You know, surprisingly, there's a lot of cases in Jersey as well. Really? Yeah. But maybe it's just because I, I might be biased, but... Um, what else did you hear about New Jersey? There's just several sightings. Okay. UFO sightings. Mm -hmm. um, uh, alleged, you know, um, abductions and seeing. Yeah. So just this, there's a, like more than a dozen cases that I know about that all happen in the uh, tri-state area. Really? Yeah. And then I've also heard the same thing about Brazil. There's something about Brazil. I've heard a lot too. about Brazil. Like I've heard Brazil was like a hot spot where a lot of people have seen aliens or reported seeing like, you know, the, the UFOs, things like that. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why too. Is Brazil like a particular, like I've never been to Brazil and you, did you grow up partially there or no? You spent yeah, a lot of time there. I, I just spent so much time there. Okay. I was like in between there and Jersey, like growing up, I didn't know what the fuck I was. I was What's like, it like there? Um, it's gorgeous. I, I, I was mostly in, um, Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. The city. 
but it's just absolutely gorgeous. There's a lifestyle, the Carioca lifestyle. The people are more relaxed. They're yeah. friendly. The food is incredible. You're right by the beach. It's like this, this beach city culture. I guess you can compare it to Miami here in right. the U.S., but it's just like it's nice. It's 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 a it's hard to kind of uh, describe without you experiencing it. But it's it's the people. Yeah, um, my, I have so much family. It's like very very warm and inviting, and um. Uh, just a beautiful place. I love that. And I love that because I know like I've met your mom so many times and she's so nice and she's so warm and she's so like, I know you say like everyone's a little crazy, but she seems so normal and level-headed to me and just like, you know, another like Brazilian woman. Like she just seems very cool. Like, and your dad's an Italian guy and Mm -hmm. you're, and then there's you. And so, so this happened. Did your grandmother actually tell you this story too? No, I was, I don't, I don't ever met my grandmother on my mother's side. Okay. No. But um, apparently, according to the family, she's had experiences. Wow. My, my, my aunt, my mom's sister has had experiences. What is your aunt's experiences? Um, I don't quite remember. Yeah. And I don't know if she goes into as much detail as my mom does, but yeah. she's basically mentioned on a few occasions that she's had a, a couple of, of strange encounters that she doesn't talk much about because people usually don't have a... a a very you know good reception to it yeah yeah, people are very like oh that's but it's interesting that it's like several people in one family you know what i mean like somebody like you know what i mean we're just all insane no i don't think so i really don't i I mean i mean i like to believe i I think you'd have to be pretty naive not to think that there isn't so much more that we couldn't possibly comprehend or know about uh in and outside of the universe i'm not going to pretend to know what those things are i can't theorize but i can speak out of um, A, experience, and B, stories from my family. Right. And I think it's so interesting because I know everyone hears, hears the term alien and they automatically go, oh my God, that's so weird. Or like, no, like you're crazy, blah, 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 blah. Well, so the media like, kind of conditions us right. to believe that it's like this science fiction. But it's not really. Because if you think about it, to, to anyone on another planet right now, in another because there's several solar systems, there's several universes, several galaxies. Like if the life on that planet met us they'd be like, oh, fucking aliens. You know what I mean? Like, like that, it's... Fuck these guys. Yeah. These guys be, suck. Like, literally, they would be like, this. these are the worst. They're <laughs> dumb, dirty, like, destroying their own planet. Yeah, terrible people. Terrible people. Like, Destroy each other. Killing each other. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's crazy to think about, but, like, we're also aliens to no, anything else out there. And it's that. It's not like it's, like, some, you know, thing where they want to come up and shove shit up your ass. I mean, maybe they do. Who knows? But, you know, it's like... You know, I, I mean, from what I've read and I was reading a little bit about it recently just because of the Washington Post stuff and like I'm not like super into this or like super knowledgeable on it, but I read that there's different species of aliens and like one of them. I mean, that makes sense. Because just like there's different races of people, you know what I mean? And everyone comes in all different heights and sizes and some are mean and some are nice. But I read that the most common form of alien is the greys. And those are the ones that we, you know, the emoji that we have, the little gray emoji with the big black eyes and like maybe similar to what your mom's talking about. I think so. I need to ask her again. Imagine she tells me like, oh, no, it's just a bedtime story. I made the whole thing up. Dead. We should we call her right now. Should we call her? <laughs> I don't want to put her on the spot. <laughs> All of a sudden she's like, what are you talking about, Rudy? <laughs> I call my mom right now. She'll be like, what happened? Where are you? I'm on my way. It's like, mom, you're in New York. She's like, I'm booking flight. She's like, are you dead? <laughs> Is this the coroner? <laughs> Could you like, never Yo, you call know, you remember, remember Brittany from years ago? She'd be like, oh no, I'm on my way. You're not okay. You're not okay. <laughs> the crazy girl? 
<laughs> she sends an ambulance to my house. I'm dead. Um, no, but it's like these, there's these little aliens and they're called the greys. And they're apparently like the ones that have visited earth the most. And the ones that, um, area. I didn't fish, know that. Yeah. They're like supposed to be like, you know, yay high. They have big round heads, black eyes, and they're all gray. Uh, from all the stories I've heard and even like fictionalized versions of aliens that I've seen, I think the blacked out eye seems to be the common denominator. Yeah. The no slightly people. Slightly larger head and blacked out eyes. That's kind of scary. The whole blacked out eyes thing freaks me out. It's a little freaky. It's freaky to us. Maybe us having pupils and a, and a cornea is freaky to them. The fact that we have whites in our eyes, they're probably like, ooh, what the fuck is that? You know? I, I just, I'm okay not knowing. Really? I mean, I would love to learn more, but I'm okay not knowing everything. Clearly, if we were meant to know everything, we would. Then tomorrow UFO lands. <laughs> tomorrow UFO lands, we freak out. <laughs> Even though we're talking about how we'd be fine about it, we just freak out. <laughs> I call you, you're just screaming. <laughs> Rudy, isn't it ironic that we just had the podcast yesterday? <laughs> do you want to do another podcast update now that the aliens are here? <laughs> I did not think that I would come here and be talking about aliens. Well, I, I mean, I regret coming here so much. You have no idea. The worst Thursday of my life. I've just spent so much time in quarantine. <laughs> I've become a conspiracy theorist. Good for you, though. Making stuff. Yeah. You're working. You're talking to people and you're creating and you're putting stuff out. This is. Yeah. This is pretty cool. I mean, I'll never stop creating and like asking questions and like making people uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. I've noticed. It just comes very naturally to me. Rudy keeps checking the clock to see how much time we have there's, left. There's no clock. Oh, is that what? <laughs> yeah, Perfect. 25 minutes. It's good. You've been talking for 25 minutes? Yeah, see? It goes quick. Yeah, no, this is fun. I'm kidding around. <laughs> Y'all, he's like, can I use the bathroom? Just never comes back. <laughs> you see a UFO leave? I'm on it. <laughs> I'd rather hang out with those guys than you. <laughs> you are the alien. <laughs> You're like, you know, he tries to act normal. I'm like, well, it's kind of weird that you're wearing sweatpants with like boots. It's weird that you gave the alien a Latino accent. <laughs> sweatpants and boots. Yeah. As you can see, I still don't know how to style myself. Like, were you just laying on your couch and then you decide to come and you like put on like Johnny Depp boots and then like you're wearing literally like Zara sweatpants. That's actually exactly what happened. I know. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. So you're not married. No. You're in a relationship. Yes. And life is good. Everything's good. Things things are um other than everything really in the world. Yeah. Other than the, the, the world burning. And you're not um, worrying about aliens and <laughs> Yeah. I mean I I'm good. I'm you're healthy. Good. My loved ones are good. They're yeah. healthy, which is really the most important thing in the world. And then as far as work, like I'm creating like crazy. Uh if there's a silver lining to this whole thing, quarantine and being on lockdown, is that I've been forced, forced to create to, to create yeah. and, and write scripts and develop with some of my you know, favorite people in the world. I want to, I want to, I can't wait to, to I hope one of them gets picked up and turned into a movie. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some cool, there's some cool shit happening that I can't quite talk about it's yet, fine. but I will come back here to yeah. talk about it. I promise. That's totally fine. You don't have to talk about it. Okay, good. Cause I don't want to come back. Do you, do you remember? Okay. Do you remember when you were younger, when you were really fat? <laughs> yes, Brittany. I do. Is that the question? <laughs> How much more time do we have? The clock all of a sudden is going in slow motion. <laughs> you want to talk about, did you get bullied when you were younger? Sure. You did? Oh yeah. What's like the worst thing a bully ever did to you? Um, I didn't get bullied in the like conventional sense of like, I, like a, was, it was mild. 
You never got like a wedgie. It was or mostly like, verbal. No, I didn't get beat up. You never got beat up. I never got beat up. I didn't get like my lunch money stolen. Yeah. None of those those um like traditional bully tactics. Okay, so people just called me. you names. It was a lot of verbal stuff. A lot Aww. of verbal stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, a lot of names. But then at a certain point, I decided, okay, I'm gonna be the funny fat kid and i was like i'm gonna use comedy as a defense mechanism and outsmart all these people talking shit really and that became my defense mechanism before they could even make fun of me i was doing something self-deprecative already yeah so i beat them to the punchline and then i started becoming cool and i started hanging out and i even though i was very heavy at one point how was the heaviest you ever were i don't know i don't remember like 200 pounds something like that no way because you're like 120 right now yeah and i'm not tall so yeah even you know Wow. And so how did you lose the weight? There was one summer particularly when I was like, you know, between preteen and teen when you want to start going out and you want to start, you start caring more about your image. And yeah. You, and you start thinking about girls or, you know, and girls are thinking about guys. And around that point, I remember going to Italy with my father, just the two of us. Uh, ironic that I lost the weight in Italy, but I went to wow. Italy where my father's from. We have a house there in, uh, in uh, just outside Napoli and, and I decided I'm going to transform this summer. I'm going to go back and I'm going to transform. I'm going to, I'm done with the fat thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat healthy. Wow. And, you know, you think, you think Italy, you think you're eating an abundance of food, right. but I was eating food that my aunts were like growing. It was all local. Yeah. It was, there was no preservatives. There's no bullshit. Um, I was eating, but I was eating, you know, at noon, 1 PM. I yeah. wasn't eating a big dinner. I was eating pretty healthy, pretty lean, a lot of greens. And I ran every single day. You ran? And over the course of one summer, and I was also growing. So wow. that helped. Over the course of one su- summer, I dropped like 50 pounds, wow. 60 pounds, something like that severe. And I came back, my hair had grown super long and wow. nobody recognized me. They were like, who is this guy? Literally no one recognized me. I was going into the seventh grade yeah, or eighth grade. Uh-huh. Um, I want to say, and no one recognized me. It took them a second until I started like speaking for them to realize, oh, that's Rudy. Were they like, holy shit, dude. At first I thought it was going to be like this transformative experience is a new me. Everyone's yeah. going to love me. All the girls are going to love me. It didn't quite work out that way. People were like, weirded out by it. They were really? like, Rudy has, a, Rudy has an eating disorder. Cause you're supposed to be the fat, funny yeah. kid. And I was like, eating healthy. They're like, Rudy has a problem. Rudy has a psychological problem. And parents are talking about it. And it was, it was a thing. Yeah. It was a thing. And, I think I did have a bit of a disorder, nothing too severe, but like I was overly conscious of what I was eating and when I was eating it and, and, yeah. and the quantity and it became obsessive. And then fast forward to a couple of years later, I found the balance. And Good. And you've been, I mean, you've been thin since I've known you and I only ever knew you were heavy because you posted pictures of it on Instagram and you, you make jokes about it. Kid, yeah. You make jokes about it all the time. You're always like, look at me when I was younger. I was fat as fuck. You yeah. were heavy and people are like, I can't believe that's you, you know? Well, people loved me when I was fat. Of course. And people hated me when I was fat and people love me now and people hate me now. Exactly. But no I one think, cares. I, yeah, no one cares about right. me or you. Right. Or this podcast. I didn't mean to laugh when I said, do you remember when you were fat? Just because I, no, it's okay. when I said it, I actually. Dark <laughs> memories of my life. I start crying. Well, worst first. Um, <laughs> worst first time being a fat kid. Um, <laughs> no, but I remember like when I said it, I thought of this picture that you posted and it was like your, one of your school pictures and it was just the funniest shit I've, very heavy. I've, I've ever seen. Just your face, your smile and everything. There's was absolutely so nothing wrong with being heavy and there's yeah. nothing wrong with being thin. No. Um, I got bullied both thin and heavy. But You again, get bullied thin? Yeah, people were like, you're so tiny. You used to be fat, now you're tiny. You have an eating disorder. You have a psychological problem. Fuck you. And, um, but again, I used 
music and comedy and storytelling yeah. as a defense mechanism. And I got so good at it yeah. that um, now it's what I do for a living. And you were so, I mean, on Vine, I think you were one of the funniest people on Vine. And I still think you're one of the funniest people with awkward puppets on your show and everything. It's very I, nice thing. And your music. And I think you're so, every video you've done is so funny and like top tier comedy. It's not like, you know, me where I put out like 70 duds and then once in a while we get a good one. But like, it's nah, like. Come on, you know how funny you are too. <laughs> dead. That's why we loved each other. I know. First. It was we're so like, wow, fun. Act, an actually funny person. Yeah. But maybe we just thought we're we were funny and no one else did. I don't know. It's good. As long as we found each other funny, that's all that matters. <laughs> but it was like great because I remember when I met you, I was like, oh my God, he's so funny. And you were how old on Vine? 24, 22? 22, yeah. 22, 21, 22. So you had just, didn't you like leave college or school to come yeah. out to LA? So you know Rami, Rami Yusuf. Yes. Who has a show. He has an amazing show Rami, on Rami, who's your yeah. best friend. And Rami, gosh, what a story with that. Yeah, so we went to college, Rutgers, Newark, together. Yeah. Um, we met in the drama department, and um, I kind of fo followed his lead because he moved to L.A. and yeah. quit school, not mistaken, to because he booked a show. Yeah. He booked a, he booked a at the time, Nickelodeon sitcom. Oh, cool. <clears throat> and, um, and then I started doing my thing on Vine, getting all these millions of followers yeah. and views and all this shit. We all did. We yep. know what the fuck was going on. And then I remember having a conversation with Rami and I was like, Rami was like, yo, I feel like you got to get out here. Like you're so creative and talented. Like come see what my world is like. Mm -hmm. So I visited him and um, <clears throat> I just fell in love with this city and I fell in love with what I saw. The process, the shooting, the studios, the, um, his schedule. And I really wanted to, to create my own version of that. Mm -hmm. um, so I came back and I basically told my parents, like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go to LA. I'm making I'm getting deals. I'm making money, doing what I love to do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't quite understand this world, the internet, but one day I'm going to make movies. Yeah. Um, and if this is a stepping stone to that, then I need to go. Yeah. <clears throat> they didn't even question it. Did um, your mom get upset though? Cause she's like Italian, like, or she's Brazilian or dad's Italian. Like they're the kind of people are, that don't they, want they are, their parent, their kids to leave home. They are traditional. And I think they'll always be a little bit bothered by the fact that I didn't finish because yeah. neither of them went to school. You didn't I, finish college, but you finished high school. I uh, finished I finished kin kindergarten and then when I tried, I, I think I only finished kindergarten. Just kidding. Can you imagine? No, I went to. <laughs> I'm all, you're like, I finished fifth grade. <laughs> I did all that. I have a high school diploma. Yeah, good. Okay. Barely. It doesn't matter. Who cares? I barely, barely. I know so many successful people who didn't graduate high school, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I barely graduated high school, but I yeah. did. And um, then college, I didn't finish. Yeah. My sister's the only one in my immediate family that finished uh, finished. Uh, University and you're, and you're way more successful, so it's okay. <laughs> Actually, my sister, no offense, I love your sister. My sister works with me now. She works for Does me. Does she? Yeah. She works for you. Yeah. Wow. I like to say with me. Yeah, with you. But, but she makes you. my life far easier. She's yeah. like, she's like essentially my, my right -hand partner, woman. partner and executive assistant. Your sister's very cool. I wasn't trying to shade your sister. I love um, your sister. No, it's all good. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? So you moved out here. Yeah, Where did you here. first move into out here? With Rami. So I actually crashed. In Silver Lake. Was it that place in Silver Lake? It was. Koreatown at the time. Koreatown, okay. He was in K-Town and I crashed in his couch for more time than I should have. Uh -huh. But I got to learn from him. Him yeah. from me. We collaborated. It was incredible. Then we moved in together at uh, Echo Park. Uh-huh. Um, was that the house that I went to? Yeah. And when did you start making, were you already making money on Vine at this point? Yeah. 
So you had already had gotten brand deals and things like that. Brand partnerships, deals, Good. stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, the world started changing. The yep. internet started changing. We started migrating. For, I didn't know what the fuck it meant. I was, I was off the grid yeah. before Vine was a thing. Right. I didn't have Twitter. I didn't have Instagram. I, I actually had just gotten Instagram yeah. when Vine came out. And that's how I saw Vine. I think but, people yeah. assume that we like live and breathe yeah, the internet. Yeah, we didn't. I still don't really. No. Like, I still don't know as much as, you know, the kid five years younger than me. I mean, you know so much more than I do. You have great a great YouTube audience. You have a great Instagram audience. I know, you but have... I built a team that helps me understand it yeah. now. Like, I couldn't yeah. do it. I couldn't do it on my own. It's, and now well, TikTok. Do, like, yeah. I don't understand TikTok. Oh, I do TikTok. It's fun. You do? I, have so I, much I mean, fun I have fun there. like watching about yeah. some talented people out there. Did you hear that Vine is trying to come back? Didn't hear that. I, mean, I feel like I've been hearing that for a while. They're trying to bring it back. And they actually brought this app back called Byte. Have you heard of it? B-Y-T-E. It's like literally Vine, except cool? it's called Byte. I downloaded it, but something about it, and I don't know what it is. It's from like the creators of Vine. I tried to like do a Vine on it, and it I was just off. like off. And I don't know if like, okay, you know what? Actually, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with Rudy Mancuso on Worst Firsts. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Okay, we're back. Okay, so what I wanted to say was we were talking about Vine. We were talking about Byte. Byte is a new app created by Vine. I will tell you this. You ever watch an old movie that you you, you watched when you were younger and you thought this is the fucking best movie I've and ever seen? it doesn't seen. hold up. And then you watch the movie now. doesn't hold up. And you're like, what was I... Yeah, well, you're a different human now. Yeah, and so I think just because so much has happened with the internet since Vine, that now trying to make Vine a thing again is like going back. It makes sense. I mean, you're trying to rehabilitate something that essentially died. Right. And nothing wrong with dying. Like Right, like let it be dead. Like when something dies. Like there was some dead. magic in this format of six seconds. It was, and especially, don't you remember before they started like being able to save it and being able to like edit it and being able to add effects. Do you remember where you had it like literally you had to record and then you had to drive to the next location, record there, drive back. And then like sometimes it would crash and, and you, you had just, to do it all over again. It was like a six hour endeavor to get a six one second, six video, second video. Yeah. People don't understand that struggle. these Dude, days. we went through hell. 
which is crazy because people be like, you're the easiest job in the world. All you yeah. have to do is make six second videos. Okay, first of all, try to be funny in six <laughs> seconds. Second of all, the fucking app was shit when it first came out and it would be like, occurred, and fucking the thing would be like all broken. You're like, what the fuck happened? You it know? was a crazy art to creating those videos yeah. in the very, very early stages. Yeah. Then everything changed. It just got bad after a while. You can I say mean, the same thing about everything. It's like film yeah, it going, got bad. going to digital. It's yeah. like music recording from analog to digital. It's like the way it was done originally was way harder, way right. more expensive, but when achieved, it was so rewarding. I just loved, I think, the simplicity of it in the beginning. You yeah. know, I think when people started, when Vine allowed you to start uploading... And when people started learning how to hack the upload mm-hmm. and then the revines and then the fucking. It's like giving somebody um, cement. Yeah. And a fucking hammer and uh, saying build something and then giving them way more tools. Yeah. You're going to make something more beautiful with more tools. Yeah. But way less rewarding. Yeah. It's like it's it's not as crafted by you. You know what I mean? It's like cheating. It, it felt like cheating. And I remember being so frustrated because I already was like one of the oldest people on the app. I was like 28, 26, you know, and you really? got. Yeah. You guys were all like 21. Logan was 18. Amanda was 22. Marcus was 21 or 20. You were 20. Like everyone was literally in their early 20s. And then I was like 28. And yeah, then, but when we were creating together. Well, I'm really immature, thing, so I fit in great. <laughs> well, the last thing we could, it was like a bubble. It yeah. was like we were so, so deep inside this bubble that we didn't, I don't think we really knew that much about one another. Yeah. I but couldn't like, tell you where any of those guys are from. I know, but isn't it so crazy? Well, I could tell you, but like, it's so crazy to me that just from this app and like we say this is like, we kind of owe a lot to it. Divine. Yeah. Yeah, it's where we started. Where like, can started. you imagine if that never had become a part of your life? Like, I don't think you'd be sitting here right now. I wouldn't be sitting here. My I, husband- I'd be, I'd be far more successful. You think? I'm just kidding. Dead. My husband found me on Vine. Like he used to watch my vines, and he's What's like, he's like, I don't remember you being very cute, but I remember you being funny. He's like, <laughs> then all of a sudden you got hot. And I'm like, yeah, that's right, because I got fillers. <laughs> so fake, but literally he said that to me. Um, he's like, then all of a sudden you got really hot. I'm uh, <laughs> it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Like it's just like weird. I no, think it's about crazy. it. There's no way to like. None of it was really premeditated. It kind of just happened. We're following this wave, and we didn't really understand it, but. If one thing's true is that some people have stood the test of time. Oh my God. And uh, some haven't. You, okay. So obviously you, Batch, Amanda. You don't have to I name mean, names. I don't want to be a part of this. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> Logan and like all these people have gone through some shit. Whatever. It's not, saying, it's not saying that some people are better than no, others. No, 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 it's no, just no, kind no. of how ha- no. some, some people were able to, um, to accommodate different platforms and ideas and longer form. And some people just couldn't handle it. Right. Like me. Like you guys all have like 10 million followers and I have like 2.4. No, I'm serious. It's crazy. Like I, you guys were all really smart and really took to YouTube and like facilitated a team and like really got your shit together and did really higher brows or not higher brow, but like higher um, quality stuff. You're higher brow, but like a lot of good quality stuff. And I just didn't know how to do that. And you know, you guys like reinvested in yourselves, which is smart. And I didn't do that. I think it it just depends on what you want i think yeah. some of these guys had a clear goal from the beginning um you know i don't uh, without naming names some yeah. people were just like i want to be relevant and yeah. have as many followers and make as much money as possible yeah. forever yeah that was their prerogative 
yeah. other people like you and I. Yeah. I feel like the goal was always I want for you, at least I think it was I want to be a performer. I want to be an actor. Yes. For me, it was I, w- I want to be a filmmaker, musician. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff, whether it be Vine, social media, Internet, YouTube, it just contributes to that goal. Yeah. For us, at least. Yeah. But some people don't don't have that. They don't care. Yeah. They but you need it these days. And I hate to say that. Like, I mean, unless you're like Leonardo DiCaprio or like Al Pacino or like one of the older movie stars that everyone already knows who you are because you're so big. You need social media, you're saying? I feel like a lot of people do, especially new actors. Like, I feel like no new actor will stay super popular if they don't have a social media presence. Do you think I'm wrong? Um, I honestly think it depends. Really? Yeah. I, I think it's... I think the times of not having one and it being cool has passed for people because those people are already established. Some like, people just don't get it. Some people don't get it and they don't want to get it and they're still successful and they still work a lot. Yeah, but then you don't, like, I don't feel like as many people know them. Like, maybe we'll know them because well, we're in well, what, it. What if they don't really want to be known? Then they're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's it's so specific to that person and what they want yeah. Look, is there value to having a social media presence. Yeah. I don't think anybody would deny that there is. It comes with so many more opportunities. Um, I mean, but it also comes with a lot more exposure, which some people are very private. Yeah, totally. And stress. Yeah. <laughs> and, and addiction. Stress and addiction. And then you get obsessed with like likes and followers. Yeah, and it's, then, it's, it's damaging to a lot of people. Yeah. Mental but, health. But I do think that, um, you know, if you made a pros and cons list, there are more pro- pros to having a presence online than yeah. in con. But if you're making the shit you want to make, I guess, who cares? Right? I mean, if I was like, you know, Robert De Niro, if I was like, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, like Michelle Pfeiffer, like Jennifer Aniston, who just got on Instagram, like if I was one of those people, I wouldn't even bother. Right. Because they're already so established. They're already working. It's like they have a great career. They have a very popular, like you don't need it. You see a lot of established people now like you said just getting on here getting on social media yeah. and downloading tiktok and doing all yeah. this stuff with their kids and it's like um cameron diaz is on tiktok i'm trying to figure out how to get off my phone not on it really yeah do you want to do more self you know time to you like meditation that kind of thing no no you just don't want to spend as much time on your phone no i mean i guess i guess i want to spend more time on my work okay like, the work that i care about good that's um, important. Instead of scrolling through Instagram 50 yeah, times a day. I know. I don't do that. I post and then I leave it. But like I do watch TikTok because it's so funny. And everyone does. So fun. It's entertaining as shit. I mean, it just is. Like, I mean, it's like anything. Like the way people would watch Vine for hours. Like it's short. So it's like good for short attention spans, mm-hmm. which everyone is these days. Mm-hmm. Like I can barely, and I hate to say this, I can barely sit through a TV show anymore. <laughs> can you? Yeah, I can. You can? I love I, film and TV. I love it too, but these days, like Tommy, but you and I, have serious attention deficit. I told, I totally do. We all do, but you like heightened. I've talked about seventeen different things in this podcast. Yeah, I haven't gotten one word in. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, by the way. We all have severe ADD, and social media isn't making the case any better. <laughs> oh my god, we both pop Ritalin. I'm just kidding. I don't take that shit. It makes me too speedy. I can't take it. But yeah, I feel you. Can't it does make it too speedy. I can't take shit. I can't. Like you sure you don't take it? I just short circuit on the podcast. By the way, I just realized you have completely blacked out eyes. I do. Yeah, I think you might be a fucking alien. I'm a gray. <laughs> no wonder like, you have an age. You know, in 10 they try years. to make seem normal, then dress like normal people. Like <laughs> <laughs> wear shirts. You're talking shit about my outfit. You literally look like a housewife of Beverly Hills who 
You do. A housewife? Of Beverly Hills. You don't dress like this. This is Like Beverly Hills Housewife. That's a show, right? I look like Run DMC. Is that a show, Housewives of Beverly Hills? Yeah, I'm not that. I'm not that person. I I feel like I'm Run DMC. That's exactly what a Beverly Hills Housewife would say. (laughs) I'm like Run DMC. Like all, you know, all the kids, all the stuff the kids are listening to. (gasps) Do I seem like that to you? No, you look fantastic. I was going to say, I'm not like, I'm not even fancy. No, you look awesome. You do. Yo, it's crazy that you really, truly, I'm not just saying this to flatter you. You haven't fucking aged. Really? Yeah. I don't oh, know if you've done God. work or what's I the mean, deal. a little bit. You know, sure, but no you, plastic surgery. But. You look awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you look the healthiest I think you've ever been. That's great. So kind of fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's my way of saying You're, you're like, <laughs> you used to be so skinny. Now you look healthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you're just you getting me healthy. back for the fat comment. Um, no, it's all good. You know what? I've actually finally like- It's all going to be fat. <laughs> Nothing. I actually have finally developed like a healthy relationship with food. Because I used to have like that issue where I was just always so afraid of being fat. Like I would literally. This podcast is about to take a turn. I can feel it getting really weird. I'm so uncomfortable. 47 minutes. Go faster. <laughs> it's about to get so weird. As soon as you mentioned your relationship with food, I kind of vaguely remember how weird going out to eat with you used yeah to be. i was very weird like i never ate a lot i would always eat. be like no no i just ate <laughs> yeah. i'm like really because it's breakfast <laughs> it's 6 a.m oh no no had a big breakfast on my way here but the sun's just coming i had a big breakfast on the way here rudy i said i said i had a big breakfast okay don't make me say it again a huge breakfast huge <laughs> Eat you your like, pancakes and shut up. Like that—that's a thing that would happen. Yeah. Eat your pancakes and shut up. Hurry up. Get the smell out of my nose. <laughs> Can't smell it any longer. Actually, you know what? You were always healthy though. Like I remember we would. Well, go, I had a really weird. We would go to like Earth Cafe. Yeah. Cafe Gratitude. But I you noticed. ate well. You ate. You ate a lot, but you ate really well. Like I remember you cooking and like making like just chicken and vegetables and like just being super healthy and like getting like the fat Rudy's still inside. I eat a lot. But I'm really conscious of what I'm eating. Do you ever days. binge? Like be like, I'm eating a whole cake yeah. tonight. Yeah, recently. I'll be honest. Recently, like every other day, I try to juice or eat like very lean. And then every other day in between there, I kind of eat what I want. Really? But even what I want is not like. Bad anymore? It's not really cheat food. It's like, yeah. it's still like greens. Like and- a piece of bread? <laughs> it's a cheat day. Have one half of a loaf. Like a corner of a piece of bread. <laughs> I'm, I'm really day. I'm, one Dorito. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> I kind of do what they what I would do in Brazil and Italy. Like I yeah. eat my big meal. Yeah. Earlier. That's smart. And it's like one big meal. That kind of goes for anybody that's trying to lose weight. Like if you're like I'm fat and I don't know why. Try to eat your biggest meal like earlier. Mid, yeah, or midday, like even around so. like one or two. You're not, supposed to, you're not supposed to eat that heavy before you go to bed. No, and I then at nighttime, because your metabolism, everything slows down when you're sleeping. Like, try to just have something lean before bed, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm not here to give um, health advice. Well, by I am. No means. <laughs> it works for me. I mean, honestly, like, I mean, I never, I've never been heavy, but like. You're like, it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> I regret coming here so bad. Yo, um, what was I going to say? <laughs> no, but I mean, it's like, and Yo, then I, I love yeah. food. Yeah, food's great. I, I love food too. I live to eat and drink wine. Yeah. Like my, oh, you drink wine. I, I don't drink any wine. alcohol. I only, only alcohol I drink yeah. is um, wine. wine. Red wine. And I'm like wine, beer, tequila, vodka. I'm like everything. <laughs> no, the only, the, honestly, the only alcohol <laughs> I drink is 
almost always exclusively is, is wine. That's so good for you though. And Fernet. Have you heard of Fernet? No, what's that? Fernet Branca is a digestif. I swear by it. Uh, what did you just speak English? Digestif. Swear by it. Oh, uh, what is it? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, digestif. <laughs> it's a digestif. It's an immoral liquor. Is it? Are you, you speaking another language? Sometimes. What is that? I'm not talking English. Completely English with you. I'm talking about a bebida that you bebe and does extremely well for your health. This is going to be the preview for my podcast so no one watches it. <laughs> can you please make it? You'll get all the Brazilian people. Can you say a bunch of You'll get all three Brazilians that follow you to watch this. That was Portuguese. One of them's like half Brazilian. You bring out the crazy in me, I think. The crazy's coming back. I bring it out in everyone because I'm crazy. It seeps out of my pores. You undid the six years of therapy I've done since I've seen you. <laughs> Digestif. It's actually herbal. Yeah. It's herbal. It's made from herbs. It's mm-hmm. it's incredibly bitter. And the first time you taste it, it's distasteful, but you acquire a taste for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I drink. No hangover. What? Yeah, you can get drunk. Not it's made out of like hangover. a leaf. <laughs> you try, you're like, really, this is water. <laughs> I'm like, it's a digestive. I'm like, it's mint tea. <laughs> Have you ever had mint tea? No hangover. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no shit. It's mint tea, dude. Oh, Fernet Branca. It's what old like Italian people. How did you discover this? I mean, my my grandparents are drinking it since I was a kid, but like they drink it when they had like for to aid their digestion. Oh, it's like um what um what like Greek people drink. What's the clear thing? Right. Oh, so uh, what's the clear thing that they drink? I forget. It starts with an O. Oz Ozo Ozark with Jason Babin. (laughs) Orzo Ozo Uzo Uzo Uzo. It's Uzo, been, it's been right. compared to that, but it's like herbal. It's uh-huh. super good for you. But uh-huh. like when I go out, I ask for a Fernet Branca. And they actually understand you? They're uh, not like, sorry, what? One more time? No, I'm Okay, and one more time? Literally, I'm like, can I have a, uh, you guys have Fernet Branca? They're like, I need you to leave. Really? No. And it's, it, most cool places have it. Have you heard of Campari? Uh, I've heard of Campari, bitter Campari. Yeah, it's a red kind I've of never had it. drink. And yeah. it's, a, it's an aperitif. So my shit now is Campari on the rocks with a little bit of lemon. When I have my meal, I'll drink uh, uh, one or two glasses of red wine, usually Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, and then post-meal, I have the Fernet Branca. Okay, so you're basically just a man from 1908. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know, Zoot Suit Riot. 100%. Who wears sweatpants and boots. Just and like my, my granddad in Italy. I literally think, in, do you believe in past lives? Yeah. I literally think in your past life, you were a guy like from like 1908 or some shit that was like, I, I, like during that time when you Wouldn't drank that, that stuff. Sorry, life? actually, you know what? 1920s when they did the the whole, um, what is it called? The 1920s, like the flapper era. Uh, you should read a book or something. <laughs> you ever consider reading a book? You think you'd consider reading a book one day? Just I putting your books. phone down? You're like, you know, like, like the 20s, and like, what do you call? Like a twin, 1920s, what do you call? Like a people, you know, the, the things, the thing, like the 20s, alien, the 1920s, you know, what do they call it? Suits. Suit. The fuck are you talking about? I'm dying right now. I don't know why I gave you an accent. I love you're like the only person that calls me out on my shit. Everyone else just sits through so my full of shit. Everyone just sits through my podcast like, what is she talking about? I just bring up multiple different things that have no segue. How long till this is over? You got eight more minutes. What do you think will end first? This podcast or your career? <laughs> well, the career's already ended. So the podcast You're is like, just like- The career has to start. It's like, you know end. when you destroy a spider web and there's just like a couple strands hanging? That's, that's my podcast. It's just like the little strands hanging in the wind and it's only time. I remember this tattoo. Yeah, it's I, old. I recently said- I- I wanted to get one more here just like that. You got Charlie Chaplin, I see. Yeah. What'd you get that for? 
you for me? Charlie Chaplin fan? Big silent film guy? <laughs> I mean, can you think of someone else who's really a true, like, do it all yourself? This guy would score, edit, perform, choreograph, yeah. direct, yeah. write all yeah. of his material. Yeah. I aspire to do that with my own material. He's very quiet, though. Hmm. <laughs> he did He did what they call the non-talkies. <laughs> it was very silent. He was the silent film era. I don't like you, I what think. What if you just... <laughs> I think I might not like you. I'm just realizing, like, oh, that's why I haven't hit her up in three years. It's like all, it's all coming back to me. <laughs> no, all, in all fairness, like. What if you just you, release you this all silent film? Like you just totally backtrack. One of the things I want to do is a silent film. Really? Yeah. Actually, Seth Rogen just wrote a silent film. He did? What's it called? Um, It's called. Like even the title silent. <laughs> um, No, it's starring. Written by. No, it's, it's listen. When I say silent, you, silent film, they would have the title cards and the music. Yeah. So I think Seth Rogen's one of many who's like, can we rehabilitate that with modern day humor? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's hard to do. It's so totally I'm, hard to do. I, I want to do a musical. I call it a music. Silent films were essentially musicals. Were they? Because it was just music and yeah, and no, and di- no dialogue. And no dialogue. Yeah. So that's if you true. Can, if you can pull off a modern day version of that, um, I think it'd be a feat. It's a lot of physical comedy. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Well, we, I hope that's you do essentially it. what we would do. Yeah. We started making videos, very physical That's true. comedy because you had to grasp someone's attention. It'd in just six be like Lele throwing herself off a bridge, and everyone be like, 10 million likes." <laughs> she would do some pretty <laughs> or breaking her nose or like do some risky. <laughs> shit. And I just remember, com- like, I can't compete with that. I've already had a nose job. I can't compete with that. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't. She was quite fearless, but, but I mean, you were too. You do some fearless shit. I did. I did with like you were people. far more fearless than I or many people on that planet. Not than her. She got. W- she took it up another level. Like I would go to the grocery store and like steal people's shopping carts as they were shopping and like think it was so funny and have people film it or like one time I, a guy was putting groceries in his cart and uh, in his car and i just strolled away with his cart and he, he was and oh he, i remember that and he grabbed me by my throat and picked me up off the ground and my feet weren't touching the ground and i was like ah whose car did you steal thor it, it was like a guy who was, picked you up no i thought it was a woman it was a man dressed as a woman that's Awful. And he came up to me, and it was my fault. For, you can't do that. No, but I, I shouldn't have done it because he'd already purchased his groceries. Yeah, but he shouldn't have choked you. He came up to me, and I tur- was already turning around laughing, bringing his cart back as a joke, and he just went, Goosh. <laughs> and just fucking. I don't em- mean to laugh. And, uh, at my the feet were like, abuse, but- <laughs> and, I was, and Randall was filming it. Remember, shot by Randall Gurr? <laughs> My boyfriend at the time, Randall, I'm sure if you guys remember him from Vine, he used to make me tag him in every video he shot. I can't believe he kept recording while you're getting choked yes, out Yes, he didn't do Thor. anything. He just kept recording. Speaking of aliens. No, he knew that's what he was supposed to do. He was like, good, one more, just like that. The director in him couldn't help it. He's like, can we do it one more time? Can you kill my girlfriend one more time? Did you it do anything crazy. about it? No, I was crying. I started crying. And then he put me, he literally picked me up by one with one manly hand around my throat and he was giant. I don't know why I thought he was a woman. I mean, he look, just like you shouldn't woman. have stolen his it shit for a fault. prank, yeah. but fuck that no, guy. He literally picked me up on my throat and my feet were off the ground. And I remember thinking that my throat was crushed, like, because my neck's so tiny. I remember the throat, the hand around my throat, and I remember thinking That's that my trachea was crushed. Awful. It was really bad. That's hard. Yeah, it was bad. Are we done yet? <laughs> on that note. <laughs> On that note, you being choked out, 
Jesus Christ, that's awful. You've is never, that your first worst? No, something? I've had. I mean, that first worst time. <laughs> You're like, first, that's my eleventh that week. <laughs> my eleventh. A choke lot out. of bad stuff happened during Vine. Don't you remember? I well, got, yeah, because you fucked with everybody. I got kicked out of Target for like a year. Like I would walk in there, and the police, the police would be there, and they just be like turn around. <laughs> I'd be like, it's not me. It's I think I remember. Jessica. I like, literally I would literally wear remember, wigs and shit. I remember walking into, I think it was a Target. Yeah. And immediately on the loudspeaker, they were like, don't shoot any shit in here. <laughs> Do you remember that? I think that was me and you. Because they got used to us doing that. Yeah. Well, what happened one time is a lady was working at Target, okay? And she was kind of older. She was probably like, like in her 50s, which isn't old, but she was older. And she was putting something away and she seemed very fragile. And Randall, I was like, Randall, film this. And I literally just tr- grabbed a shirt and I just walked up literally like this close behind her and just stood there and waited for her to turn around. And she went, <gasps> like had like a total freak out and like hard, like grabbed her chest and like, thought she almost had a heart attack and I was literally just standing there. I didn't go boo or anything like that. I was just standing there with a shirt and I was like, do you know what size this is? Like I literally just made it like a stupid joke, right? Fucked up shit. I did some fucked up shit. One of the things I would do is I would stand, re- I mean, you can't do it obviously anymore, especially with COVID, but I would literally like walk up next to someone and I would stand literally like with an inch of space right behind them. Like if we're looking at a menu at like Subway or something, I'd stand right behind them, have someone film it and they'd like turn around and I'd just be like, Roast beef looks good, you know, like just so awkward, right? But that no wonder you got in so trouble. Target. Then when I came back in the next time I came in, they brought me into like their office and they were like, "You're not allowed here anymore," and like escorted me out. And then ever I would keep trying to come in as like with wigs and different can you, stuff. Can you go to Target now. now. My dad eventually went with me into Target and was like, "Hey, I'm Brittany's father." And I'm going to make sure she doesn't shoot any more stuff in here. She's in trouble. And they were like, okay, sir. Like they took it. Like he was going to actually be able to do anything. I was like, hey, what are we, I was almost school? 30. <laughs> like It was like, I was like 12 or something. Like <laughs> my dad came with me and like, I was a 30 year old woman pretty much. Like it's, it was crazy. Anyway, so oh. I got to go to target again. There you go. I'm fucking bored. <laughs> I was like, how much longer is this target story going to last? <laughs> this podcast is I wanna, brought to you I by want Target. a podcast with you where you just shit on everything I say. You like should just be on doing. all my podcasts where you just destroy me. Because no one else has the guts to say it. Really? Just the people in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> you find out I'm secretly all those accounts. <laughs> well, is there anything you want to add to our very, very informative conversation today? I'll be honest. We talked is- about aliens, eating disorders, Vine, <laughs> new apps. Should we just, should you just delete? The file right now. She just clicked delete now. At least we had some laughs. No one should watch this. You look no like one you're should. gonna cry. Uh, Are you okay? My, I'm just gonna cry my way. This is my hour commute home since I came to Calabasas. Brittany, all jokes aside, yeah. it's so good to hang out with you. I know I love and you. And it's so really much. nice to finally see your home. Oh, do you love it? Yeah, I do actually. You should have bought it instead of your one you live in now. This could have been your house. Um with so the recording happy I didn't. studio and everything. It's a fucking awesome house. Yeah. And I will put the word out because someone sweet should live here. Yeah, guys, it if you're a musician, anybody. no, it's it's literally a house built for a musician. I mean, we yeah. would stay if we had seven kids and needed all these bedrooms, but these things just sit empty all the time. So um, there's nothing else I want to add to this. But aside from all the bullshit, it's been like really fun. I love you. And we should hang out more often. I know. I miss I'm free you. in like three years. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing happened. By the way, it's important that they know that I called you. 
potentially drunkenly the other night. You did. And I was like, Brittany, yeah. like, it's been so long. And you were like, oh my God, it's been so long. Can you be on my podcast now? I was like, Jesus Christ, woman. I'm just trying to say hello. Because I literally asked. You were like, no, 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 I know I miss you too. But my podcast, actually this date, we have this slot on Thursday, 5 p.m. Does that work? Does that work? I'll give you directions. Please don't flake. Please don't flake. I was like, yeah, sure. I literally haven't seen him in so long and I got so excited and I asked you to do my podcast so long ago and you were just like, you gave me like the, I'm too famous. You were like, I, I got to You're like, that. I got to talk to some people. Yeah, the people <laughs> said that it's probably not a, a good move right now. So I was like, oh, like, I was like let, me, let me call my people. I called my mom. I was like, mom, is everything good? She's like, yeah, just cooking dinner. I call you back. Look, man, I don't think I can, like I'd love to, but I don't think I can do it. I honestly, at the time I couldn't do it. I know. I'm glad you could now. Yeah. Yeah. This is fun. I would actually love to come back. Pretty soon there's going to be cool stuff to talk to talk about. I'm stressed <laughs> out. I'm like, what lie do I think of next time she asks? <laughs> I'm dead. Okay. Well, I love you so much guys. Please too. follow Rudy on Instagram. You already are. He has 10 million followers. Like Rudy Mancuso yeah, on actually, Instagram. Uh, guys, please follow Brittany. Yeah, hey, actually, can you guys follow me? <laughs> you have millions of followers too my hands too. are so sweaty um, I just want to leave can I leave <laughs> are we good fucking hell <laughs> follow Rudy and follow me <laughs> thanks for watching <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the fastest way out of the house I just jump off of here get straight into my car and drive out I don't want to go downstairs and get another fucking shitty tour <laughs> you're like this is the bathroom it's like where we shit and pee and you know wash our hands I'm like fucking hell dying I'm I sorry love I love you too I'm sorry you guys can't hear me laughing okay see you next week <laughs> or maybe probably not thanks for having me <laughs> speaking of worst first Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.